Welcome to Lifehouse Beloved Podcast and just continuing with what we've been doing the last couple of podcasts, I have some a number of ladies or girls as I like to call them uh, from Lifehouse with me and we've just been, each girl's taken a scripture and just unpacked it a bit and just spoken about how meaningful it is to them. In the last podcast Liv talked about just having your mind set and steadfast on Christ and um, because it's fixed on God, you tr- well you trust him. And because your mind is fixed on God, then it is going to be steadfast and you're not going to be letting your mind go crazy. Well, that's the idea of what we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What we should be doing. Um, and then Sam spoke about the scripture where Jesus' mother and brothers came to, to speak to him. And, you know, he, his response was, who are my mother and brother? brothers it's you know basically the people that you do life with and and she just talked as well about your christian family and the people that you do in life with yeah um i i i've been thinking about this um and um something that i i didn't throw in last time but um deb who i consider my sister um she uh, she's one of my kids emergency contacts on their school enrollment forms and various other things and I really struggle with not putting auntie, you know, like I really want to write auntie in, in that box, like who are, who is she to the relationship? Kids, relationship. Yeah. Who is this person? Why are you putting this person here? And I just want to write auntie and I have to write really, really, really close family <laughs> friends. And the box is really small. I said to her, we should just write adopted auntie. <laughs> and, and you know, if you think about it, the reason you want to do that is because it sort of feels like to just say friend doesn't add enough weight to it. No, yeah. yeah. Hey, and to say it's like a, a blood relative or whatever, it just feels more weighty and it's because of what she means to you. Yeah. yeah. Like friends these days could even mean acquaintance on Facebook. Yeah, and your friend on Facebook, you might not see them every year. Yeah, but no, this it's true, proper deep friendship. And I, I'm sorry to time. burst your bubble, Crystal, about the really, really, really good friend. But when we interact, because I know I've been dealing with, you know, I, I do a lot of admin <laughs> at the moment at school, and on the on our system that we have, uh, one school system, it would just be friend. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. not enough characters to type in. No. Sorry. <laughs> All right, well, the scripture that I've chosen um, is Matthew, oh, gee, I can't even read this, Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30. Am I going to have to read your yeah, notes? Yeah, maybe. You? Hey. <laughs> come to me, all you who are getting old and blind. <laughs> all right, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I just want to say I really enjoy doing this kind of thing um, because it really gives me a good insight to where everybody is at the time. Every time, you know, now and again, every few months, if I say to the girls, like, bring a scripture or whatever to show what's going on with you. So, yeah, so you can see. So so for me, then, what's been going on is that um, I've just really, the Holy Spirit's really just been convicting me lately that I've just been either taking on burdens that are not mine to take on or holding on too long to my to my own burdens instead of handing them over. And I just want to look at some of the words and just define them and then, you know, we can talk about it. So if we talk about come to me all who are weary and burdened, burden there, another word for it is heavily laden. So that laden mm-hmm. comes from the Greek um, for it so, and it just means to load. So if you yeah. just think loading something mm-hmm. up, um, the word rest is 
from Anapoa to give into mission from labour to give rest to refresh. And I think, um, you know, what's really important for us to realise as well, when Jesus is talking about, you know, I will give you rest, often it's not rest from work, but it's rest in work. Mm -hmm. So it may not mean that everything that you have to do or ever ceases, yeah. But he gives you rest in still doing what you have to do. And I think that's a really important point. And then um, he talks about a yoke. He says that his yoke is, is light. And, you know, we often put yokes on ourselves that are heavy and that we shouldn't be bearing and carrying. And as I said, one of those as well is where you take on burdens that aren't yours to take on. Mm -hmm. Another yoke that you can put on yourself is to take on false guilt that you shouldn't be taking on. Mm -hmm. Um, because a yoke couples things together, it ties them together. Um, and where Jesus here is talking about, you know, his yoke, he's talking about you getting coupled together with him. Mm. And so he's helping you to carry that and to, to bear the load. You're not, you know, just having to do it all yourself. And, and I was just saying to the girls earlier that I love how the Holy Spirit, just all the different scriptures that we've had over the last couple of weeks are still all just weaved together. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and and a, a theme that's been going through as well is being trusting in God and, you know, that you're not doing it alone. And, and often we try too often to do it alone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and, and here as well, when he talks about, um, you know, he'll give you rest, he was talking as well about it was in contrast, his rest is in contrast to the burdens that the Pharisees were imposing on people. They were putting all their legalistic interpretation of the law and it was, you know, people were having to strive and to work to try to earn God's favour and God's blessing. Mm -hmm. And I know that I'm often guilty of that myself. Like, I can be really legalistic with myself and that leads to striving. Yeah. Sam, you want to add something? Oh, I'm just hearing you. It's it's one of those things that certain personalities, and I would count myself in there, um, like to do things well and like to do things right. And sometimes that can get in the way of trusting God mm -hmm. and leaving things to uh, to Him in terms of timing and things. Timing, yeah, or just or just the fact that you know there's a real fine line between. Wanting to do what's right because God places that on your heart, you know, obedience to him and doing what's right out of a religious mindset, out of a striving mindset, mm -hmm. out of a, I must do this because it will earn God's favour or however our subconscious mind kind of works it out. But mm -hmm. um, that's something I've always struggled with yeah. is that fine line between doing what's right because God has freed me from sin as opposed to doing what's right because I feel like I need to do it in order to earn God's favour. Yeah, I still struggle with that, I think, probably yeah. every day. Mm. Still that striving and just, like, feeling I've disappointed God or let him down, yeah. and you know. And I, I think, you know, upbringing as well has a lot to do with that as well. And the society we live in where everything is driven, yeah. Uh, yeah. rewards driven, and, you know, you're just striving all the time. And as I said um, a few minutes ago, you know, when Jesus talks about the rest, it's not that rest of inactivity, of doing nothing, but it's an internal rest. Mm. It's in your soul because your will and your heart and your mind and everything, um, your conscience, they're all working in harmony, you know, where you've submitted to God and you're just getting that rest mm. in him. And, you know, I've often thought about it as well. You, you know, you can go on holidays, and I've sometimes gone on holidays and come back feeling disappointed, thinking like, oh, you know, you've had those days of doing nothing, like lying on a beach or reading or whatever, and then still not feeling rested 
or maybe you know uh, for me my my optimal holidays like just being on a beach um, but think about whatever it could be for you guys, you know, and or even in winter if I'm not on a beach thinking, oh, if I lay for two days on the couch watching TV, surely I'd feel rested and it doesn't work. You, you know? end up feeling more lethargic. Yeah. You know, that's so true. Like, I mean, I just came back from camping for a week and I loved it because it was relaxing. But the one thing that I missed was, I, I've talked about it before, you know, that time in the morning that I get up before my kids and I got out of that routine of, well, I mean, basically, they were up at the crack of dawn anyway, so, you know, like, I wasn't getting that time so more out, so, and we were camping around people that we sort of would talk to and do stuff with, and even, like, if we sat for five minutes, it was kind of, oh, I don't know, we, we just were always doing something, or, and I just never had that me time, I couldn't just even just go into the tent because I could hear everything or yeah, you know sitting yeah. outside there was one point where I sat outside and I pulled out all my stuff to sort of start reading my bible on that and you know you just could hear everything else going along around and you know I really struggled with that I mean I still had a good time but I couldn't wait to get home and just yeah. have that oh, time in the morning to just get up and sit and hear nothing and there's <laughs> something nice. to be said with the openness around like yeah. I, I find when I want to have like some specific time with God I need almost like a cocoon around Like me. a prayer closet, like basically. Prayer closet, yeah. You know, to the point where one time it's I no actually got my scarf. My I've done that too. From singing, and I stuck it over my head and I was yeah. like, oh, this feels so good. Yeah. You know, it's my little distractions are gone because I can't see them. You know, so. But what, I, what I ended up doing instead, because I wasn't having that time and reading my Bible, is like because I was out in nature and I was able to just taking the beauty of it like yeah. one night it was like the middle of the night and I woke up and I just had to obviously go out to the toilet block and on my way back I just looked up and oh my stars. goodness breathtaking stars oh my goodness it was so beautiful like I can't even like I even well up now thinking about it because it was just yeah. so nice and it was just honestly the best thing I've seen in such a long time and mm. I was just like oh thank Makes you God for stuff. showing me that you yeah. know and that's why I hate camping, not the stars. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, like, Any okay, excuse. my husband's really wanting to get into camping and I know that I have to not be selfish because we can't always do what Carolyn wants and so I will go sometimes. But for me, if I've got to suffer getting up and going, yeah, to toilet block in the middle oh. of the night and sleeping in a tent and whatever. It's then suffering I, when God no, let the, me, the, no. the stars out no, there. No, no, let me tell you. I will, I'm prepared to do all that and pay that cost if I can have that quiet. Yeah. yeah. But when we go, there's always a lot of people. And, I mean, it is great. Don't get me wrong. I love family and, you know, it's great to have that. But I find the whole thing is just busy, busy, busy. There's talking all the time. I don't, you know, and for me, I want that time where I can just go and sit yeah. Yeah. and just not just have that constant interruption. And, well, and that's the thing. I'm too scared as well to go and look <laughs> at the stars on my own. No, I feel like oh, I'll <laughs> be getting mugged or something. That weekend you had up at the Bunya Mountains in that cabin, just to take time. I, I found in the morning we were all quiet and we were just admiring this wallabies and things jumping yeah, around and, yeah. and and just taking that that breath yeah before you know the rest of your life happens Start, yeah 
that those moments are the things that I really yeah. look forward to. And, you know, Deb just bought me some headphones for my birthday and um, <laughs> we've just put a seat in our closet so we can have that yeah, closed off time, time. Yeah. Um, where it's like if I'm in here, you don't, you don't like, because my kids, they come in when I'm having a shower, when I'm on the toilet, you know, they will come in and ask me a myriad of questions, yeah. but that is a no-go zone Yeah. because yeah. mummy needs time to refocus and reconnect because if I don't, I just become this horrible person and yeah. I feel like I'm letting God down in, in that, you know, yeah. being mm. that, that horrible, mean-spirited, you know, my thoughts just fly all sorts of places and yeah. it's like I just need time to just be quiet and be still and refocus on him. And, and what you say there, like, that they know that's a no-go zone, you have to fight for it and you have to be intentional. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you know what you're saying about putting your scarf over your head and stuff, Sam? You could sometimes come here at 3 a.m. in the morning and I'd be sitting here or in that other lounge there with a blanket right over my head, and that's me as well dwelling in the secret place of the Most mm-hmm. High and being mm-hmm. in the cleft of the rock. Because you sit here even at 3 a.m. and you've got the lights from, you know, the TV and the thing and then the fridge is buzzing and making a noise and all of that just impinges. Um, But if I didn't have that, like that 3 a.m. would be perfect because I find even if it's holidays and I think, oh, I'll do it at 6 a.m., you know, I'm on holiday. Soon as I'm getting there and it's like my head's thinking, oh, I could just put a load of washing on now or just put the dishwasher on while I'm doing this Mm -hmm. and it just doesn't work, hey, you just lose it. So, yeah. So just going back to the scripture, it's that just that rest. It's not about inactivity. It's actually about quieting your mind mm-hmm. yeah. and letting your spirit rule. Because when your mind is worrying and you're trying to work things out and you're churning over things, um, you know, as I said, you could be on the best tropical island or whatever floats your boat. For me, that's the thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. But still come, come back not feeling refreshed. And, you know... To still your heart and mind, the requirement is, as Jesus said, he says, come to me. And that's how you're going to still yourself. And that means taking all your cares and burdens to him. You stop trying to work all out, and that's what you talked about as well, Liv, um, last week. Stop carrying it and hand it over to him. And, you know, I was just, um, the other morning I was just praying, uh, lying there on the couch and praying, and I was just wrestling with the issue, and, you know, and, and it was to do with my mind as well, like, right, I've got to stop. And it was what we, we talked about last time, Liv, as well, about the speculations and going down all these paths. And I thought, like, I've got to take my thoughts captive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I, I said to myself, or well, the scripture came to mind, cast, where Jesus said, cast your burdens, you know, or cast your burdens on him because he cares for you. And then I found myself praying, Lord, take my burdens. And then I had to stop myself and say, no, your word doesn't say it says cast your burden. So it requires effort on my part. Yeah, yeah. I can't just lie there and ask him, you know, I've got to actually give it to him. So that's action on my part. And that requires mm-hmm. trust and submission and surrender. Yeah. And that's what you were talking about as well, Liv, that you're not going to, if I'm um, going to cast on him and trust him then I have to surrender as well and submit because it's probably not going to be the way that I think and so if I'm if I'm going to trust him to work out trust is going to start with submission first Mm -hmm. where I actually say okay it's not going to be worked out the way that I want but I'm trusting you and so you know and and as I said before he often works out totally differently to what we think 
and you know it, it may seem to to us that it's getting worse and not better often initially because it's just not going the way that we imagined and that's where trust and submission comes in that, that submission is a requirement for trust yeah mm. Isaiah 30 15 it says in repentance and rest is your salvation in quietness and trust is your strength yeah and you know trust usually involves waiting and we talked about that before and, and we find that hard I know I find that hard because I always want to be doing something and waiting is active though as well and it takes a lot of discipline to wait you know we might just think we're sitting doing nothing and nothing's happening but but that in itself is a big discipline um, and yes yeah, so I have to ask myself do I trust him enough to let go and am I submitted to his will enough that if it's not the same as mine, I'm prepared to lay mine down if he chooses something different? And a scripture that came to mind as well when I was thinking about this is a scripture that you girls know that I've shared lots of times before that I really like. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. And in, my thoughts are better than your thoughts. Yes. Like, as in God saying, his thoughts are better than my thoughts. Yes. And so whenever I think, yeah. oh, this is what should happen, and then I think, oh, it didn't happen that way, and I'm really disappointed. I'm like, okay, wait, Debbie, God has got a better way yeah, to do this. Exactly. Even though that hasn't worked out the way that you thought it would or thought it should, or even thought that God would do, you know, it, he's got a much better way. He's got a much better path. He's got a much better situation. Yeah. And and I think that what you're saying there, you know, my thoughts um, and ways are higher, that higher there is mm. saying superior, which mm. is yeah. be- better. a synonym yeah. for better. Yeah. It's not, you know, like physically he's up there or whatever. Yeah, yeah just, no. And, and, and as you say, his ways are so much better. And I often find as well, you know, if I'm wrestling over a situation and if there's more than, you know, a number of people involved and I think I just often cannot even work out how it's going to work out to be the best outcome for each person and it just blows me away that how God... Is God and you're not... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not human. And yeah, but how he, he makes it work out and, yeah, yeah, and it might not be, you know, the way that, you know, for each person that you think it should be, but he's just... You know, it's the same as within one scripture, one message, like 10 people can get 10 different things out mm. of it. The Holy yeah. Spirit just, you know, is that personal and how God, and for me, that scripture is that as well. If I let God do it, he's going to just work it out in a way that will blow my mind that I could not mm. have possibly, you know, worked it out myself. And I think in that, like, he, does, he works all things for the good. Yes. And, I, like, I constantly know that I have to remind myself, like, I can't look at my worldly examples of how people work things out because they don't always do it for the good of those yeah. around them. Yeah. And often, like, I put that reflection on God and I feel like I have to strive to work it out because I can't trust that it will be, like, good. Yeah. <laughs> and not, yeah. not good, like... Or happy, it yeah. might be devastating, but mm. that he will work all those things for mm. uh, for his good and for and for your good and your for growth. The good yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's what you talked about, but last time as well, yeah. uh, it's about knowing him and trusting that he is who he says he is, and he's yeah. going to do what he says mm-hmm. he does. Hey, and, yeah. and as you say, and, and we'll often go from our own experience in our life and growing up in our family, and like you say, people letting you down and maybe not doing it in a certain way, and so we do project that onto God, mm. yeah. um, because we we often use our own examples of humans that we know or authority figures in our own life, and yeah, and so it's really hard, isn't it, to 
And as you say, Liv, though, it's to just keep reminding yourself, yeah. you know, that he is good. He's good all the time. And, you know, you know, when whenever we, um, you know, I mean, we're blessed all the time, even when you don't think you're blessed, you are. But, you know, there's times when you really feel God's favour and, and everything yeah. seems to be going well. And, you know, I'd always say to God, like, why are you so good to us, you know? Because, like, mm. you're just so good to us. And then it was just like, well, it's he's good to us because he is good. Because yeah. mm. you can, without even thinking, you just think, oh, I've sort of earned your favor now, or how yeah. come you've been so yeah. good? And it, it's because he's good, not because I've deserved it. Mm. Or, you know, yes, there are times where you will please him and whatever. But, you know, just to even catch your thinking and realize it's not because, you know, like I'm going to feel, oh, I've really, you know, done something good. So God's like rewarding me. It's just because he is good. Yeah. You know, so. That striving is a bit like um, the, the difference between striving and resting in his goodness and his favour is a bit like a backpack that doesn't fit. <laughs> and I can say from experience, like I said last, last podcast, I've been training for hiking in Nepal next year. And when you find the backpack that fits properly, <laughs> it's everything does not feel as heavy. You know, and God says in that scripture... Um, take my yoke upon you because my burden is easy and light. That's just the same as putting on a well-fitting backpack. You can load it up more than a non... Mm. Badly fitting. (laughs) The horrible one that Dom was going around that had like a bit of metal in it and was digging into his back at the bottom. I'm like, what are you doing? Like get a proper backpack so that it'll fit properly. You can carry, you know, 18 kilos and yeah, it's a little bit heavy, but because it fits nicely, you're able to carry it easily and still go about your business. You know, when we take God's yoke upon us, yeah, that's you know, been yoked to Christ. We're so, being, yeah. you know, that yoke was fitting better oxen, yeah. and if it was well fitting, yeah. it was easier for them to pull, and so more work would get done. It would be more efficient. And the same with us, if we're striving, it's like having an ill-fitting. Thing on because we're doing it in our own strength but when we take it on in God's strength you know it becomes a lot easier a lot more comfortable mm. um, you know and we become more efficient for him as well and you get stronger as well hey like the more you you know like you loading yeah. up not you know not saying loading incorrectly but you know you're getting stronger and stronger and, that, and he'll give you more and more and but he's carrying it with you yeah, yeah. that's good illustration Sam mm. um, yeah so as I said at the beginning I've been increasingly lately taking on burdens that are not mine to take on um you know sometimes it's other people's sin trying to work out how i can get them to respond correctly and you know come back to god or even agonizing over that and crystal knows exactly what i'm talking about she's got the same burden and 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 as i said as well sometimes just holding on to my own burden is too long um and as you talked about the yoke there sam jesus said if we come he'll give us rest but this is the thing he'll give us rest in exchange Um, you know and I I was thinking about how you know you need to empty your hands so that you Mm. can receive Um, you can't keep your hands full and have empty ones to receive at the same time and you know I was writing that it reminded me of a little story that I'd heard years ago about how to catch a monkey Um, (laughs) and so some villagers wanted to catch a monkey and so they came up with a plan that they took a coconut and they made a hole in the coconut and they put some peanuts into the hole and so the monkey came along and, it, you know, they put the, the coconut in a place that they know the monkeys frequented. And um, the monkey came along and it smelt the peanuts. And so sure enough, you know, it put its hand in 
to the hole in the coconut and grabbed a handful of peanuts. And then when the villagers came, and as they're approaching the monkey, that monkey could have run away. But the monkey was caught and they were able to catch him because it wouldn't release the peanuts. It had to release the peanuts to be able to get its hand back out the hole, but because it had them and it wasn't prepared to let go of them, it got caught, so they caught it. And, you know, so that just reminded me of that, like how often I'd get trapped or become captive if I'm not going to let go of my burdens. I'm holding on to them just like the monkey was holding on to the peanuts and how that leads me into sin, into captivity. And, you know, I was thinking about it. How does it lead me into sin? Well, firstly, I'm not obeying Jesus because he says, come. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, if you feel like coming, would you come? A nice invitation. He's not like, I'm here. If you feel like coming, it's come. And so if I don't let go and take it to him and then I try to work it out and carry it and try and do it my own way, um, then the most obvious sin as well that comes from that is worry. And that comes from doubting God because when I worry, yeah. it's my mind trying to work it out and make a plan. And then that leads me into striving, which then may um, possibly lead into manipulating situations or people yeah. to try and get them, you know, to work out. And then comes fear of man. So as I was writing, there's just one thing after another. And then it comes regret and then condemnation. And it just snowballs. And I definitely don't have any rest or any peace. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing just leads to another. Um, yes, yeah, so the consequences of me holding on to my burden then is, you know, if we looked at that scripture, Jesus says, come to me and I will give you rest. And so I'm going into disobedience, I'm going into worry, I'm going into striving, manipulation, whatever else, and I'm not coming, so he can't give me rest. Because mm. his requirement for giving me rest is that I come to him and take it to him and trust him. And so that action has to come from me first, that I've got to go to him. And then I've got to trust in waiting mm. and learning to receive that rest from him. I think oftentimes, too, um, we, we tend to want to just chuck our burdens at, at his feet and go, why isn't he coming through for me? Yeah. You know, like, and so like, oh, he got his stuff. And why, why, why am I not getting rest? Why am I not getting the answers? Why, am, why is God not coming to me instantly you know or, or what you know god god isn't yeah. speaking to me he's not you know what's going on you know i'm over here waiting for him to just come to me you know yeah. and i think a lot of people think like that it's like you know yeah i've put it all at his feet but why isn't he coming through here yeah it's like no that's not what he's asking he's asking us to come to him like come all the way to him not yeah. just like stand at the base of the cross and just chuck chuck stuff at his feet or you know it, mm. it's it's coming into yeah. that closeness that into that relationship, relationship yeah. yeah and and then leaving it handing it to him not just yeah. throwing it yeah. at his feet handing over physically what more physically yeah, spiritually but yeah. what you have and leaving and it then, there <laughs> yeah and 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 exactly that and leaving it there yeah. because too often we want to just walk away with it yeah. again and i know i've had conversations and i know myself i've been guilty of that of I've had conversations with other people, you know, because I've learnt over the years to actually leave it there. And, I mean, we still do. I still pick it up and walk away yeah. sometimes. But, and then I go, oh, why am I not getting this? You know, it's like, oh, that's right. I have to go back, you know. But coming to yeah. him and, you know, handing over. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. it, and it, it can actually, it, for me, it's been a physical action sometimes, yeah. you know. Like, I've physically got to hand over like I know for me my burdens and my stresses t 
take hold in my body. Yeah. They mm. give me physical pain. Yeah. Um, like, you know, mus- muscular pain and, you know, I get headaches and things like that. And, like, even yesterday I was like, I'm here, God, you know, what's happening? Yeah. And, and it's not always from something that I haven't handed over. It's just been because I've slept funny. But, yeah, <laughs> but then there's times that I, I know that I'm stressed and I know that I'm chasing my tail. And I even, like, one of my things that I wrote down, like, you know, when you sent through what your verse was, I was like, oh, I needed this verse. Yeah, you know, I just as too. a good reminder because I <laughs> yeah. felt like I had been chasing my tail yeah. and just going over these things. And even, like, yesterday, you know, I had this headache and shoulder ache and everything, and I'm like, okay, well, what is there, you know, and I just felt like God just is saying, you know, just put your hands in the air and praise me, and mm. I'm, I'm not joking, I did that, I did exactly that, it was the weirdest, thing, like, not weirdest thing ever, but you know how sometimes you just get those things and you think, really God saying that, I'm like, oh, look, I'll, I'm ready to give anything a try yeah. at this point, but I was, I just started praising him, and I, I literally had my hands up, physically, not literally, physically had my yeah. hands up, and I, then I was like, okay, I felt like he just said, now go to bed. And so I was like, I was in bed with the boys. <laughs> no, my kids that last night, not in bed with the boys, that sounded a bit funny, but I have boys. Same time as them. <laughs> I was in bed at the same time as my kids went to bed and Brad was out and, you know, I didn't even wake up until he came to bed and then I was like, I had to get up to get a drink of water and I was like, oh, gone. This is awesome, yeah. you know, praise God. And, and you know what you're saying though, and there's so many scriptures as well where God gets people to do things yes. physically and yeah. it has and. Uh, you you might remember, or maybe not, from a few years ago, because I know um, I have many words. <laughs> um, I had my bee box. Yes. Um, burden box. Yes. But, yeah, depending on <laughs> who was in there, it can be a different name. And I used to write things down that were like a burden and, and on a slip of paper and actually put it in that box. And that was my physical act of just like, right, I'm handing it over God mm-hmm. and putting it there. Um, you know, and that, yeah, there's a great value in that. And then what you were saying earlier, Liv, you know, we put our burdens down and if it doesn't happen instantly, then, you know, we'll often take it up again or whatever. And again, it's God still teaching us trust because if we put our burden down and then he answered it instantly or whatever, then we're still not going to learn to trust. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so it's really, yeah. And it is that just not taking it back and just leaving it there that's... And that is in itself is such a discipline and a hard thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. I think what Deb was saying too, though, is when it was only once she submitted and said, said okay, I will praise you, yep. that the relief came as well. Because yeah. I know I've been in such a state where I know that I should just stop and like praise God because he's saying, no, you could come to me right now. But I've yeah. gone, oh God, like I'm, yeah. too, I'm too wound up, I'm too stressed. Yeah. And if you're not willing to actually submit and go, okay, <laughs> yeah. I'll do it. It doesn't. Well, that's yeah. part of obedience. Yeah. yeah. You know, and um, Proverbs 19 verse 23 says, The fear of the Lord leads to life. Then one rests content, untouched by trouble. Mm-hmm. Like, that's powerful stuff. Yeah. That when we are obedient to God, when we fear the Lord, when we come to him, mm. that, you know, that leads to life. Not mm-hmm. dodgy yeah. life, but true, yeah. abundant pure. life, pure life, and we rest content. Untouched by trouble. We're still in the midst of it. Yeah, but but we untouch the core of us. It's like in the eye of the storm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and what Liv was saying there, I mean, the scripture talks as well about, you know, um, put on a garment of praise for a spirit Mm -hmm. of heaviness. And, you know, if you're worrying and whatever, you're going to start getting despondent and get down and whatever. And it works. It It really works. And like what you're saying as well, you know, God's, you're thinking I should pray, start praying or praising God. 
And and as I said earlier, that that's the antidote, isn't it, to worry yeah. that Thanksgiving yeah. and praise? Because straight away you're taking your eyes off yourself mm-hmm. and you're forcing them onto God, and that's all right that you have to force yourself because that's the thing we don't feel like doing that, mm. but we have to do it. And as you say, Sam, that's obedience. Then I don't feel like doing this, but it doesn't matter. I'm making a choice to do it and to step into the spirit, and it definitely, definitely works. Yeah. Yeah. Or even if you're feeling down or depressed or something like that. Quite literally, it works when you yeah. sing praises oh, to God. Oh, or even that old song, put on the gun. Yeah, I often sing too. that as well. And, and it's the last thing you feel like doing. And I mean, yeah. that's where the enemy will jump on board as well and try and get you not to because that's the one thing that he cannot stand and it sends him packing. Mm-hmm. And it just shows God as well, like what you think of him, that mm-hmm. even with all this is going on, it doesn't matter. I will still praise you. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, also, that's exalting him. It, it's one of those things where you start remembering who he is to you. Yeah. yeah. Not necessarily, you know, what he can do for you, but who, who he is for you in everything. Yeah. Not just yeah. the stuff that's going on, but you can then, you, you've taken your mind off your immediate situation and you can go, hang on, he's done all of this for me already. Mm-hmm. Surely he can get me through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when and you start really, he's been this for me and this for me. And yeah. You can, yeah. Like memorial stones yeah. for yourself, yeah. but even there, even if you're just focusing on him, um, yeah, and that's it, you've just shifted it off yourself, haven't you? And just even in the midst of um, not only praising you when everything's going well, mm. but really when it's not, yeah, like you were saying before, fix your eyes and your thoughts on and Jesus, Jesus. Yeah. yeah, it changes your whole perspective. The things of the world will go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace, yeah. yeah. All right, that's awesome, girls. I think we should do this more often. I really enjoy it. Mm. Um, so thank you, everybody, for listening, and we hope that that was encouraging to you. And just um, maybe look up those scriptures for yourself and let the Holy Spirit really speak into your situation. And so if you would like to get in touch with us or find out more, just email and uh, no, contact us on www.lifehalfandhalf.net. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>